What's up everybody, my name is Josh Biddick and I am a Kinda Funny best friend. Right now, Kinda Funny is doing their up-and-comer opportunity once again where you best friends get to vote on someone in the community you think deserves a shot to work with the Kinda Funny crew for one week and gain a wealth of experience. We have an amazingly talented community with tons of people campaigning to be this year's up-and-comer. I wanted to sit down with them and get to know them a bit better and share their stories. That way you feel more comfortable when making your vote for the next up-and-comer. I am sitting down with one such up-and-comer his name echoes through the halls of the Kind of Funny community. He is the host of my Xbox and Me podcast and the YouTube channel that shares his very name, MC Fixer. MC Fixer, how the hell you doing? Damn, that's a really good intro. I mean, I might just have you walk around with me like everywhere I go. When I introduce hey, myself, to I someone, am a like, wonderful hype man. Yeah, that sounds good. I need. I've always needed a good hype man. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, of course, been looking forward to it. Been looking forward to it since you messaged. I was like, okay, here we go. I get to. I get to stretch some muscles. Get to talk about me. The best thing ever. <laughs> there you go. Right. I was gonna say that this whole podcast will just be like a shining ray oh. of, uh, of an MC Fixer Gold. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. There we go. Thank you. Well, thank you for taking the time to sit down. It's going to be fun. Yes, definitely. Or it's going to be a train wreck, and we'll see no, what happens. We'll, we'll salvage it'll be fun. <laughs> there you go. I can, I can go. assure that. It's going to be fun. I know. I, I can exactly, that. exactly. Uh, so, MC Fixer, like I said, I think your name echoes to the halls of the Kind of Funny community. Uh, but for those very small few people who might not know you, who are you? Uh, yeah, uh, my name is MC Fixer, not Mick or Mac or anything other than MC Fixer. People just call me Fixer or Fix, if I'm being honest with you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a content creator. I've been creating content now for about five years, maybe six. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, on YouTube and Twitch, and I've done many other things, obviously. We, in this work, it's uh, Facebook mm -hmm. and Twitter and Instagram. So you, right, you exactly, know what yep. it's like. I'm a video game content creator. That's what I'd call myself. Yeah, I've been part of the kind of funny community before it was even a thing so uh, mm -hmm. yeah it's been very it's been an interesting journey it's in, it's strange to talk about it now where some people like yourself they know who i am but some people don't mm -hmm. even know what i look like some people don't even know that i'm british right. some people don't know there you go, right? it's so funny that um when we do like the meetups and stuff they're like i thought he was american i'm like no no i'm 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 from london no. I'm, I'm just here with you guys are like oh interesting so yeah it's it's it's, it's strange it's strange but i absolutely love it every minute of it that's awesome. That's great. So you've touched on it a little bit. You've been with the Kind of Funny community since there was no Kind of Funny community back yeah. with IGN. Uh, do you want to give us some of your history with Kind of Funny? Yes, yeah, so I actually found Greg um, during Up at Noon. I can't remember what episode, mm -hmm. but that's sort of... I, I was so late to the internet. Like, we had the internet at home. <laughs> I played video games online. Um, but I didn't know what IGM was. I didn't know what E3 was. My dad owns a game shop, mm -hmm. and like I've been in the gaming industry since I was about five. Like I've been entrenched awesome. in games, but yeah. I just wasn't internet savvy. Like I didn't, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Like you hear Greg talk about EGM, and and like all these people have those early memories with like video game right. journalism and that sort of that impression on them. I had none of that. I just had. Okay oh, I like video games and th this is what I do. I'm the one of my only friends gr in my group. Everyone else plays FIFA and maybe a little bit of Call of Duty here and there, but that's mm -hmm. it. Like I was the person yeah. like, oh, I've got a GameCube and I've got a Dreamcast and I've got a Mega Drive yeah. and I've got a, <laughs> like, I'm, I was that kid and it's just, it was strange. So yeah, I found Greg, um, a friend of mine was like, oh, you should go on to IGN. And I was like, what's mm -hmm. that? And I was like, oh, they do reviews. That was the way it was pushed to me. It was like, check out their reviews for mm -hmm. games before you buy them. And I was like, oh, okay. 
and then this lad math guy was on the front page and they did a show <laughs> called up at noon and i was like oh I'll, I'll click this and see what it is and from the moment i sort of laid eyes on greg i was like wow this is yeah this is special this is it was it, <laughs> i've got a fiance but it was kind of love at first sight it was like there wow i kind of i just love i love the energy i love the personality and then from mm-hmm. that moment onwards i was like okay i want more 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 fan podcast right. beyond i'm not actually a playstation gamer um i have a playstation okay. but i'm actually i'm an xbox guy that's i've always been an xbox guy um since the ps2 i sort of switched over to 360 from there mm-hmm. and was like okay um beyond didn't have a ps3 at the time so i'm listening to it though because greg does it and i'm just like so entrenched in the, oh, in, yeah, the um, in the uh, in the life and in everything that's being said and then uh, I started to just fall in love with it from there and just followed everything, literally everything. Mm. There you go. So so when they stepped away from IGN, mm. like, were you concerned at all? Were you really excited because you were going to get to see, like, more raw, pure Greg? <laughs> I remember the moment. It was like it was yesterday. I was at, I was at my fiancé's nan's house, and mm. it was literally the video popped up on my, on my notifications, and it was, like, Patreon, and, oh, like here we go full time so and i'm like what the hell is this you're watching the video i'm like i remember running out of the room running to my fiance Haley, and being like oh my god they've left oh my god they've left what do we do like i'm panicking for them and unfortunately at the time i wasn't i wasn't in a financial position to be able to support like it just it mm-hmm. wasn't feasible for me i'm like oh god i'm scared like these are these yeah. are my favorite content creators and by right. that time i've obviously fell in love with colin at the time and mm-hmm. um obviously nick's persona watching the podcast and watching how it's built and obviously tim everybody and you sort mm-hmm. of just go oh god i'm worried i was just yeah a part of me a part of me was like this is amazing because i'm going to get more right. of what i actually want which is greg mm-hmm. colin everybody else but the other part mm-hmm. of me was kind of a bit worried because as I've started this journey, it was always, oh, okay, I wanna, I wanna work with Greg Miller, so I'm gonna go work at Kind of Funny. I, I'm gonna go right. work at IGN, sorry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, cool. And then I, I quickly realized, not that I wouldn't want a job at IGN, but I quickly realized it wasn't IGN I was wanting to work for. It was Greg. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. very strange when he left. I was like, oh, I'm, and then sort of in my head without even saying, it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna try and work for Kind of Funny one day. Like that was where my yeah. head went instantly without even really having a conversation. It was like, oh, it's not so much the, ne- the next natural step. natural step in my head anyway, which is yeah. which is strange. I've got I've got a weird brain, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, there we go. It's a good goal to have. I think I think it's one that many of the best friends, especially the people campaigning, all share. Right. I think it's that thing where I've I'm in a very interesting position because of being british mm-hmm. and obviously getting a visa to work in the u.s is next to impossible it is it's so tough. so so impossible so yeah. i had to come to the realization of like okay that may never happen working for mm-hmm. kind of funny may never happen but being associated with kind of funny is definitely something that can happen so if it is right. a case of i'm in san fran i could hopefully try and do a show if it's a case mm-hmm. of something that fits over here say there was a big xbox show over here i'd love to have mm-hmm. my name entrenched in that community that i could right. be like snow by mike who's a f- good friend of mine he would he did the e3 reporting for them sort of thing like right. i would love to be able to be the british version of that uh over yeah here. maybe like and like gamescom or something gamescom like that. or any, anything really do you know what i mean like we got egx we got gamescom comic cons mm-hmm. whatever it is it was just that sort of thing where a part of me died inside was like this is never going to happen because it's that so hard to get a um right. visa but another part of me i'm such a 
I'm a, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I'm just sort of like, oh, that's not going to work. Okay, this will work. I'll make this happen. Yeah, or I'll make sure. that happen. I'm always hustling. I'm always grinding. So I'm just sort of here, there, and everywhere with it. So yeah, it's interesting, though. It's interesting. Jose, that's been one of my things seeing you is just, is that passion and that love? Is that you're just, you're so overflowing with that positivity. I try. That like, <laughs> well, in, in, in your first interview with Greg, like he said, like it was, it was the thing that you're just, you're going to make it because yeah. you, you have all that stuff. And, and I think it's, not only is it easy to see from the outside, but it's infectious, yeah. right? It's like watching you, hearing you talk about it. It's like, oh, like, Fixer's going to do it. Like, there's <laughs> not, like, he has, he's telling me all these obstacles, but I know he's going to do it. Then why can't I try it? And it's that, that, that snowball effect that's of def- just positivity. Yeah, that's definitely something I've learned that I have, I'm still kind of getting used to, where it's like, mm-hmm. I meet a lot of best friends and they're like, oh, how right. did you do it? And you sort of go through the process of like how I started, yada, yada, yada. And then they'll go, oh, I'm thinking of doing it. And I always, I'm very, the problem with me, and I don't know if it's a British thing, but I'm very, very blunt where it's, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear excuses. I don't want to hear, I can't. I don't want to hear, I literally started my YouTube channel with an iPod touch and a piece of blue tack. I used to stick my that's iPod awesome. touch on a wall and use that as my tripod. Like literally, that's how it started. And think mm-hmm. about how far technology's gone from there. We've all got iPhones oh, yeah. or, or Android phones with better cameras than I ever started with. So mm-hmm. you have no excuse in that department. So what? You may not have a DSLR. Say what? You may not have a a, a 350-pound microphone. Neither did I at the start. It's something you build up right. to. And I think the thing that people seem to always get confused is like you, they want the best. They want perfect. And it's like you don't start mm-hmm. off perfect. You build up to that. You build up oh, to a sure. certain level. And that's just sort of something I try to remind people. It's like, but if I can do it, anybody can do it. Like, generally, mm. I believe that. Like, there's nothing special about me in terms of, like, I'm this amazing person in this regard. I'm, no, there's nothing. I didn't go to college. I didn't go to university. I am literally right. just a guy at home that gets to play video games and, and has just has a passion for something. And if you have mm. that passion, it will shine through, definitely. So meeting oh, more best friends and, like, the way they're, like, fixed. Like, obviously, there's a few streamers out there at the moment. Like, oh, yeah, Fix has convinced me to start streaming. I'm like, oh, God. Like that scares me a little bit. I'm like, I, I didn't. Yeah, it's a responsibility. It's, it is, and that's something that I'm sort of learning now. Where it's like, I'm very, I have to be responsible with what I say more than I ever mm. had to be. And I had a few yeah. people say to me on Twitter. I said something. I said something negative about something. It was like, well, remember, you're a big voice in this community now, so you can't just. And I'm like, oh yeah, like I people know mm. who I am, and now right. I have a I have I have a responsibility. Even if I have a bad opinion or something I dislike, it's have that opinion but also back it up with why i don't like it and facts it's not just blah 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 i hate this and you suck on twitter like it's like no you suck because x y and z and (laughs) (laughs) i have to have reasons to why you suck you do though and i think it's that point of like between obviously not being negative but like being constructive with your criticism and stuff like that so Mm. And, and i think i think that makes a lot of sense it's it's because your name holds so much weight that, that you're in, like I said, with that echelon of the Hall of Fame stuff, is just yeah. people have seen you do it and, and you're, you're succeeding at it. And like you said, being able to, because even like you, you share the same sentiment as Greg, like you have a phone, do it. Like yeah. I know I went, I went to film school. So like I had, I had a TV show about games and anime and everything. We had all the yeah. equipment and the recording stuff. And when I got out, I was like, oh, well, I have no people. 
and yeah. I'm by myself and I have no yeah. equipment. And it was it was that shock of like, I don't I don't know what to do. I can't do this. Like I don't have all this stuff and blah blah. And it was just all those mental hangups of telling myself yeah. why I can't do it. But you sit down, you grab a mic, you you Skype with someone and boom, you got a podcast. It's that simple. It's, so it's getting over those simple. mental hurdles. Yeah, it really it's getting is. over those mental hurdles. You mentioned my Xbox and me. My Xbox and me literally started because of PS Beyond, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Beyond and then PS I Love You, where I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to work for Kind of Funny. How mm-hmm. am I gonna how am I gonna work for Kind of Funny? What don't right. they have? I was like, they don't have an Xbox podcast. Boom, I'm starting an Xbox podcast. There you and go. I grabbed I grabbed Ross Miller and I've had a plenty of other uh, co-hosts come through now that are best friends and stuff as well. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, here we go. And we're 226 episodes, never missed a week. So that's like five years. And I've had some fantastic guests on AC Bongos and mm-hmm. just so many people. Greg's been on the show as well. It's just like, huh. You can do it. Whoever you are yeah. listening, whoever you are watching, whatever it is, it's you can do it. You just need to believe mm-hmm. in yourself. You can do it, I promise. Yeah, and it's a wonderful message. Uh, so kind of talking with the, my podcast and me and your content creation, uh, I know you were saying it's about like five, six-ish years. So yeah. did you start when Kind of Funny started or did you start when you found Greg Miller? You're just like, I'm just going to start doing content creation. So what happened was I used to be a musician, hence the MC okay. part. So right. MC Fixer is I used to be a rapper full time. I used to literally be up London selling, see like bus goods on the street. That's what I used to do, but with CDs. I used to be on the street selling CDs to people. Mm. And I was doing that and I was part of a group and then the group split up. So I was like, oh God, okay, I need another creative outlet. What am I going to mm-hmm. do? And I was like, well, I've always been into video games. And then I found IGN and then like you sort of, I know we're all wired differently, but I sort of looked at it and was like, I can do that. Why can't mm-hmm. I sit, sit at my desk with a microphone? And I already have a microphone because I had a home studio. It's like, right. I, already had a, I already had a microphone, I already had the iPod Touch. I was like, well, why can't I do this? Like, what is stopping me from doing this? It's like learning how to get a podcast on, on iTunes and on Spotify and mm-hmm. wherever else. And it was just like, well, no, I'm just going to do it. Like, it just, it just become very natural to me. It was like, I need a creative outlet. How do I do it? This is how right. you do it. Let's start. And just sort of get to where I'm at, which people say you like you said earlier, it's like people say you see you doing it. I just feel like I'm just I'm doing it. I just I don't I don't mm-hmm. feel like I've actually progressed anywhere yet. I'm nowhere <laughs> where I wanna be yet. So it's very interesting when people say, Oh like, yeah, you're doing it, man. We see it. I'm like, Yeah, I'm trying, but I don't yeah. see it. I'm just like I can't see it's very hard to look back on yourself and see how far you've actually come. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes I try and watch back old content to mm-hmm. to see the improvements and like right. I'm dyslexic, so from reading, like reading, my reading ability is the poorest part of me. I'm mm-hmm. going off the cusp, easy as day. You put a script right. in front of me or something to read, I'm like, okay, here we go. Anxiety levels start coming up, and you're like, okay, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. But that's just something I had to overcome. And what I mm-hmm. did was I just I just leaned into it, which was, if you listen to my Xbox and me, my co-host Crescent at the moment, I'll be reading, 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 reading. A world will come up that I can't. The thing with being dyslexic, you need to sound out words. When you do a podcast, mm-hmm. you can't sit there and go, ah, bear, care. You, you can't do that. So I'm just <laughs> right. like, you know what? Yo, Crash, what's this word? All right, boom, yep, carry on. But because I go. do it with such confidence, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. He got that wrong. But you need to you need to own your flaws. That's the one thing I think people struggle with is the fact of mm-hmm. like, they see their flaws and like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit quirky. Lean into that. Lean into yeah. being quirky. Or you're very talkative. Lean into that. Whatever it is mm-hmm. that is cool about you and something that you is unique to you, lean into it. And people, yeah. you will find an audience. There's an audience for everything yep. out there. 
I so. always thought it was cool. Like when I when I kind of started finding content creators and things like that, it was big with Rooster Teeth. Like I found Red yeah. versus Blue. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things that always hit me big was like I think it was Bernie who said like, we thought this was funny. So yeah. statistically speaking, out of these seven billion people in the world, someone else will think it's funny. And exactly. it's the same thing here. Like whatever whatever makes you you, someone in the world will like that. And that's the great thing about the internet. That person is out there and that person can see it. You just gotta put it out there. That's it's literally that easy. It's literally mm. that. There's 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 nothing more I can add to that. It's if you think what you're doing is cool, somebody else will think it's cool. Yeah, there might right. be people that don't think it's cool, but ignore them. But mm. they, they're not important. I always say, I love it when someone jumps. I, I love it and I hate it, but I've learned to love it more now where it's right. like, if I get a dislike on my YouTube video, I'm like, thanks for the view. Thank you for the watch time. <laughs> there you go. Like, That's a good point. You, you took the time out to click the video. So I got the view on the video, which is what mm. I wanted anyway. And right. you took the time out and I've still got watch time from that video. Does it mm. hurt? Yeah, I mean, I just put up a new Resident Evil 3 video and it's, mm. it's getting a load of dislikes because I didn't like the dodge mechanic. Oh, boo-hoo. Um, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I am, don't get me wrong, trying to activate my audience to like it more, just to even right, it of out. course. But I'm like, you know what? Oh, yeah, okay, seven people of the four, 500 people that have watched it didn't like it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's just move on. What about the other, do you know what I mean? What about the other 400 totally plus you. that did like it or just were impartial? But mm -hmm. no, I'm trying to, I'm getting hung up on these seven. No, I'm good. Let me just leave that it's a great yeah. and it's a great mindset to have because it's it's gonna happen, especially in this industry. It's gonna happen, and when you when you really succeed, it's gonna happen times Even ten more. Exactly, yep. exactly. It's yeah. it's that thing where you just sort of have to. It's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. Oh, of course. But you really do have to. You have to be so balanced with it, where it's like, don't take the positive and don't take the negative, and just keep mm -hmm. going. Because if right. you take too much of the positive. Then you start start thinking you're the shit. You start, oh, I don't have a good right. swear. Sorry. Uh, you start no, you're thinking, fine. You, go, go you right. start thinking that like, oh yeah, I'm I'm really good at this and I'm that and I'm I'm MC Fixer. I can do this. It's like no. <laughs> and then you start taking the negative and then you start getting yourself down and you start mm -hmm. you start oh maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was or it's like no, just sort of move both to the side, one to the left, one to the right, and keep going down the middle and mm -hmm. you'll 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 keep doing well. So that's what I've been trying to do anyway. And I think it's a great mindset. I think it just helps make your content better because then you're not hung up trying to fix, like you said, those seven people. Like, what can I do better for those seven people? Yeah. When you really want to be supporting the 500 who are already supporting you. Exactly. Exactly. So we touched on it a little bit. So you started the content creation and you had your, your rap career, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, what's the work history like? Because I, I found it with content creators. It's been really mm -hmm. cool to see how someone started in the vein of just doing it. Like, you know, a lot of people start at, GameStop or just yeah, working yeah, at Best yeah. Buy and then slowly start moving into the career. Uh, what was that path like for you? So like I said, my dad owns a game shop. So I worked from mm -hmm. in my dad's game shop from probably about eight years old until yeah. until I was about, my got my first girlfriend at 15. So I stopped working there about 16, maybe 17. Okay. So I was working there like on Saturdays. We did kids' birthday parties and we just cool. we sold video games. That's what it is. It's a typical mum and grub shop. That's what my dad owns. Okay. Um, nice. And due to just family reasons, unfortunately, working with family is one of the hardest things you'll ever do in life. A little bit. Um, and it's just like, Joe, you know what? I'm done. I can't do this anymore. So I did that. I worked at a, a shoe shop in a fact in the in the back room sorting out stock. 
I mm-hmm. um, while playing video games, I worked at McDonald's. Um, I did security at a football, like a football mm-hmm. a soccer place where I was just a security guard. And don't worry, I know American audience. Most of my audience is American as well. <laughs> soccer, I got it. Don't worry. It burns me inside to say it, but I'll say it. It's okay. Um, they should be able to conform to you. They should, if they don't know, <laughs> if, if they're thinking out there playing American football, that's on them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that. I did that. And then I, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in happiness. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not money driven in the slightest. Money doesn't drive me at all. I'm. I'm quite minimalistic in that way. Where I'm like, I can mm-hmm. buy ten black plain T-shirts. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need the night tick. I'm good. Like honestly, yep. honestly, I got my own merchandise on. Like that's there just. Go. That's just who Pick I am. Up. Like I just don't need. I don't need like fancy things. I need just basic necessities in life for mm-hmm. me. So it got to a time where I was like, okay, well maybe I can actually make this happen which mm-hmm. is when I launched my Patreon, which was the biggest mistake in my career. But it was, which I'll explain at some point, I'm sure you'll okay. ask. But, um, I was say, we got, it was, got, that's on the docket of questions. We'll get there, we'll get there, don't worry. But yeah, I launched it, I launched that and then I just went full-time. But yeah, I went, I went from working at McDonald's um, for about a year and just hating life. Like literally, mm-hmm. not that Mac- working at McDonald's is a bad place to work. That wasn't the problem. It right, just, no, I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't fulfilled there. And mm-hmm. I wasn't creating content in, in any way. I wasn't making music. I wasn't making videos at the time. And I was just like, I need something else. And mm-hmm. lucky enough, I have one of the best uh, supportive fiancés in the world who believes mm-hmm. in me to death. Like, she knows she believes in me more than I believe in myself. So for me, it was just a case of she was like, well, let's just give it a go. She was at uni at the time and she was getting a student loan. And she was like, I've got enough money to take care of us because we don't need that much. And we're living out of right. parents' yeah, houses yeah. and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, let's give it a go then. And then I just started started putting up videos on the internet and started building a following from there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really, yeah. really cool. So right now then you're doing you're in the YouTube channel, you're streaming full time, and that's yeah. how that's working? Yeah, so awesome. currently got the Patreon, which is uh, mainly for my Xbox and me, and I put up like, mm-hmm. most, most of my content you can get for free at some point. But all mm. it is is sort of a paywall before that. So it goes up early for Patreon supporters, similar to Kind of Funnies. Um, mm-hmm. And we just go from there. And obviously I streamed, I was doing, I was doing five days a week, eight hours a day. But that was a killer. Like that was, yeah, I bet. that was soul destroying, especially with Twitch yeah. because it's so overbearing and so, mm-hmm. so hard. Yeah. So I was doing that. And I've sort of cut that back to three days a week, which allows Good. me to then make content on YouTube separately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've just been we've just been going and some months are really good. Some months are really bad. And you yep. just sort of go with it. Kind of have and flow. <laughs> That's literally it, man. So with the Patreon, then why why was it the biggest mistake? Was it the preparation? Was it just kind of throwing it out there willy-nilly? No, what it was is what I found with Patreon is... You shouldn't launch your Patreon until you have a, a, not I shouldn't say huge audience, but a substantial audience. Mm-hmm. So I went to over 100 people in my community okay. and family and friends and stuff like that and was like, hey, I'm going to launch this thing on Patreon to try and start a career and start a thing. Will you support me? And out of 100 people, I had 100 people say yes. Mm-hmm. And then I launched the Patreon and I had 10 people sign up in the first right. month. And you only get to launch once. Mm-hmm. that is it you That's don't get to point. launch again you only get to launch once so point. if you launch with you when you launch something you need to be launching with the most eyes and ears on it at one time not mm-hmm. when you're starting your career right so and patreon is so hard to get people in it's it's one of the hardest things i've ever done to try and convince someone to 
to support your content. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's so it's not easy, especially in a world where everything is free and people think yeah. it, it's just easy to do. And there's so much out there that is free. So mm-hmm. why should they pay for yours? It's it, it right. was just for me. It was a case of if I knew what I knew now, I would have just waited. Mm-hmm. That's it. I would have waited until I had a, this sort of community the size I have now, or maybe even wait a little bit longer. Right. Did I really need that fifty? $100 back then for the last three years where I could have launched it now and maybe be hitting 500 already where I'm only hitting right. 200 or 300 does that make does that mm-hmm. make sense yeah no, no, no I get it. so like when you have that big thing when it becomes a new thing so you've got the well right now I think on YouTube what, you got like 3,000 subscribers yeah. Three, three, yeah so if you launch then and like I remember in the, the video you said with Greg if you have a thousand people donate $1 that's a thousand dollars a month you're golden I'll be done if you launch it now with those 300 <laughs> people yeah if you launch it now with those 3,000 people and they all even for that first month in that mm-hmm. big swell they, they yeah. donated you could ride that for a little bit while yeah. you kind of go on the ebb and flow I, I totally exactly. get that exactly yeah just, that was just my that's my bit of advice for anyone listening I always say just like wait we're all Something I've learned is we're all we're all ready to earn money from this, mm-hmm. but it's better to build an audience for free and then try and make money from it than trying to charge money up front and then gate an audience already, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. And, and one thing when I was checking out your Patreon, I noticed that like you don't have a whole lot of tiers, which I think is really no. cool because I I don't think it's too overwhelming. Yeah, if you try to throw out so much stuff, you're gonna burn yourself out. The audience doesn't know. Uh, what was your thought process when you were picking your tiers for supporting? So I've changed it from, I've had, I've, again, I've made those mistakes at start where mm-hmm. it was, I had a, a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It was just ridiculous at the start. I was like, this is, I, I'm, I got to a point where it was, I wasn't hitting the tiers that I should be hitting because there's so much of it. And mm-hmm. I've made that mistake because I'm lucky. I have such a supportive and fantastic community that have been like, hey, we understand you're busy or we understand this or blah, blah, blah. Hey, you forgot that. Don't get me wrong. I've been, I haven't been perfect in mm-hmm. nothing but i think as long as you're open with the audience then you're fine right it's when you're not open and you're not communicating is where people go hey you're taking my money and not giving me what i pay for that's mm-hmm. when the problems start coming yeah for yeah. me i just sort of i brought it all back to bare bones and just went okay here you go this 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 done and then for me it was easier for me to put things in certain places mm-hmm. and it was easier for the audience to understand it yeah of course because when, when there's not as much clutter, it's easy to go like, all right, cool, we got three tiers. I know I'm supporting a dollar. I know what I'm going to get. And then, like I said, it becomes easy for you, kind of when you brought back with Twitch. Yeah. Three and five days a week sounds good on paper, and then you do it like, oh, my God, I can't it do anything It sounds good on paper. Exactly. It's, it sounds good on paper until you can't literally do nothing. There's nothing else you can do because mm-hmm. you're waking up, you're streaming for eight hours. I've got a fiancé. I'm not single, so I can't even like – So right. I've got. A, she gets home from work. I cook her dinner. We, mm-hmm. we spend an hour together and then I'm like, I'm tired. I just I want to pass out. Yeah. And it just, it just become you. it just become awful, really. Just mm-hmm. really, really awful. Yeah. But you learn. Yeah, of course. And I think that's the greatest thing is you can hit that burnout point and mm-hmm. then instead of just giving up, you're like, okay, something needs to change because this isn't working, right? Yeah. No, exactly. It, that's how it was for me, especially, which was I I knew what was going wrong. It was just how am I going to rectify that? What mm-hmm. am I going to do to put things in places to rectify what needs to be done? Right. Yeah. It's that drive. It's that drive that separates you from the person who gets burned out, realizes this isn't for me versus the person like you who's going to make it, who's like, all right, this isn't working. How do we reprogram whatever's going on? Yeah, no, it, I think that's, 
because I've been around businesses as well, especially working for my dad for so long and being around mm-hmm. that age business, it's just like everything I look at is very business minded and very business like. Even with the up and comer program, I don't generally mm-hmm. believe I've got a chance in winning. Like I don't. Like it just for me, it's like the logistics of it of them sending a British person all the way across the country to work for kind of fun uh, to go and do a week at kind of funny. Where does that benefit them? Mm-hmm. Really, re- if you really deep deep, deep down. They can't, they're not going to hire me the way they did Blessing. And I'm not going to be able to get to them as easy as maybe Chloe could, the way that worked. So right. it might, it maybe I'm wrong. And I've, I said that to Greg in my second interview with him. I was you like, did. I don't actually think I'm going to like, I don't, I will send myself over there. You you promised me a week of like a week of work experience. I'll, mm-hmm. I will save my ass off and send myself right. over. Because right. I just generally don't believe that I am worth that, that month. Like I know how much it but costs why? to get me there. I mean, I don't know. I think that's just how I am. Like, I just don't. I don't. And believe- I get that. I, I get yeah. that. I think we all have that. But, but, I think to me, from the outside, it sounds counterintuitive to everything else you've said. Right? Like, you know it. You believe in yourself. And I get yeah. it, though. That is. That's. That's the. That's because when it becomes real. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think it's because again, I think about it, if I was in their position. And mm-hmm. I think again, like I say, from a business perspective, I don't. Right, I don't think fair. it's the talent. I don't think it's the. Uh, attention to detail. I don't think it's the like the chops to get on the microphone and do it. I don't think it's mm. any of that. I just think it from a money point of view. I don't know what money kind of funny have in their bank accounts. I don't know right. how their business is run like that. So in my head, I'm just like, oh yeah, let's send someone from New York and it's going to cost them three hundred dollars. When they could send me, it's going to cost them at least a thousand. Like you got to look and, at and it. And I like, get that from a business and that's, standpoint. That's, and I think that's kind of where it comes from. It's not from a point of like, oh, I can't do it. I know, mm-hmm. I know in my heart that I'm good enough to do it. Okay, well that's good. I, I believe in myself enough to do it, in a non-arrogant way. But I've been doing well, this long enough. In a, I've been doing this long enough now, where it's like, no, I know I could do it. I know that mm-hmm. I bring something different to what everybody else does because I play different games from what everybody else does. Right. So it's like I would bring a unique opinion, and that's sort of what you need, right? You need somebody. They have so many hosts coming in that you don't want someone. Who, you don't want a Greg Miller clone. You don't want somebody who's... They've already got that with Tim. Yeah, exactly. Um, We're not fooled by the eyes, mate. We're not fooled. Um, Yeah, for me, I just like, I know know what, I know that I think I'm good enough. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll get the opportunity to show it. We'll see. Yeah, I understand. Well, and and I think I get it from what you're saying from a business standpoint, because flying overseas would be tough and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. But realistically, that's the only different expense. Plus... It's by voting of the community. As long as you can get that community vote. Well, it's that weird thing, right? It's it's is it by is it it's that thing where I keep talking to people like, is it a voting system or is it what is it? It's like I think because it's not really been spoken about. It's sort of like last year's, right? Which is like mm-hmm. nominate people that will definitely help them get to the top of the pile. That's a good point. And and then we'll decide. It's not like a I'm going off against uh, Corey, Mr. Right. Gifts himself. Like, it's just, no, that's not how this works. It's more like mm-hmm. the the cream rises to the top. In yeah. the, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to anybody else. But mm-hmm. if you've been doing this five years, you've got a leg up over someone who's just started this month and is trying to, trying to show their, their work now, right? It's like mm-hmm. you've been putting in the work, especially when you're entrenched in the community the way I have been with, for so long i've been doing this so mm-hmm. long now that it's like 
if you go back and listen to Pierce I Love You um, with the Spider-Man episode, it's my song that plays at the end of one of the episodes. Right. And, like, I won one of the first competitions uh, when they gave away Homeworld Remastered. Like, I've been around. I'm mm-hmm. not someone that writes in each week because, again, I'm just, that's not me. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. If it's a strange one. This whole thing is strange. I love it, I honestly. Yeah, because yeah. I look at it, I've looked at it from a place of uh, point of view where I'm like, okay, I might not win, okay, so what can I do? How can I get myself out there more? I'm just going to mm. make dumb music videos. <laughs> and because Greg already knows who I am, Greg knows I can right. talk, Greg knows that I do a podcast, and I'm sh- so do the others. It's like, I don't really need to be the guy that's like, hi, I'm MC Fixer, and I have an Xbox podcast, and I have yeah. this, and I have, it's like, well, no, let's, let's do something different to what everybody else is going to do. Where mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very, I look at everything. So I'm literally out there. Put every video that's gone out that has up and comer in it, I've watched it. Right. Because number one, I want to see my competition. Mm-hmm. And number two, I want them to learn and meet new best friends. Like that's not fake. It's not a, it's, this is not a, to me, this is not a popularity contest. It's mm-hmm. not a, I am better than you sort of thing. It's the fact of, oh, you create content as well. How can I, how can I help you do better? How can I learn something from your content? And then how mm-hmm. can we all elevate each other? I did put that out in a tweet the other day. Someone mm-hmm. tweeted as a joke. It was just like, oh, um, he's going to need luck fix or something like that. And I was like, no, no, no. Too many people are getting shy to retweet people's stuff. And I was included in that. Like, right. I, I was like, where I was like, oh no, if I retweet this, am I then taking the shine away from me? It's like, no, that's not what this is about. Yeah. That's not what this is about. This is about everybody rising. This is about everyone getting more followers, everyone getting more YouTube views, everyone mm. getting more subscribers. And then next year when it comes around, we do it all over again. Like it's not yeah. for me, it's not it's not all either or. It shouldn't be anyway. And I think that's I started looking at it more like that, where it's like, how can I help? And mm-hmm. we'll see. And I think that's really the cool thing with everyone I've interviewed so far. Either A, everyone thinks everyone else is better than them, or and then B, everyone is also just blown away by how talented the community is. There has never been one person who was like, oh, I'm better than so-and-so, or this is... It's just like, yo, everyone's making all these awesome videos, and I, I'm so happy to be a part of this creative community. No, honestly, dude, that's like, for me, that's... i watching Corey... I didn't know Corey hosted stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew Corey did yeah. gifts, and I knew Corey worked at a game studio, and then you mm. see him host, uh, do his a podcast that he does, and I'm like, oh damn, okay. Yeah. So this guy can not only do gifts, can not only like help create games, but he can host as well. I'm like, damn, okay. What is it? That's why I go like, okay, what is it I can do? I can rap. I can. They're dumb mm. and they're stupid and they're silly. That's because I'm not trying in this stuff. I'm literally right. both of those videos I put out were shot, recorded, and put up with the concept all in a day. Mm-hmm. like it was literally I woke up out of bed looked at my fiance and went what should we do today she was like I don't know I was like let's write a song okay <laughs> boom and then we did it and shot the music video like that's awesome I just used what was around us like it was just mm-hmm. like simple as that like, I went and bought frames for the pictures like again I'm not a crazy fan like some people think I am of course of course um but yeah, it, it, to me, it's just like, it's amazing looking at everybody. Look at Matt Basin, who uh, mm-hmm. done the edits. Like, again, I'm not, I am literally watching everyone. I'm dropping comments oh, yeah. on everyone's videos because I want people to know that I'm there watching, not just because I'm looking for competition, because I want to support. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, everyone's talented. Everyone's got something special. Yeah, it, it's how, cool. it's how, how do you pick two people from that? That's the hard yeah. part. Yeah, or I mean, and again, because because there's been a little information, are we picking two people this time? I think so. I think I, that I, bar has been as, set, so we assume so. But as, as far as I'm aware, it's definitely two people because okay. if you remember during the uh, second 24 hour, um, 12 hour stream, sorry, mm-hmm. they said that one was coming out 
mid summer and then one late summer i think something like that okay um, yeah so it's definitely two people um from my understanding i could be wrong don't get me wrong and yeah it's just it's that strange again i feel like i sort of <laughs> i didn't mean to but i sort of started this all off where i mm -hmm. was just like oh i'm gonna go early because i don't want someone yeah. to go first i want to be the first and i mm -hmm. wasn't the first matt matt was technically the first right right but then my twitter started going i was like well okay hold up they're reacting to that so I'm like, all right, well, here we go. I'm I'm putting my I'm shooting my shot. Then let me go for it. Mm -hmm. And then that happened. Then Corey went, and then this just keeps going. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. It's all set, it's setting off a chain reaction of of campaign videos. Hence why we had to come up with a second one. Where I was like, okay, what what are we doing? Woke again. It was the same thing. I woke up. I was like, Valentine's Day's just been. So we've missed that. And and, and my missus Haley, she was like, no, 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 we should do it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna write a love song. <laughs> and uh, and again, because we come at it from we come at it such a music mind, we're like, oh, we're gonna write a hook and a verse and another verse, and I was like, no, we just strip it back. It needs to be one hook, one uh, verse, and then another hook. That's it. Mm. Like because yeah. people's attention spans are so low. Especially where I'm like, Twitter. okay, a minute thirty, perfect. That's literally yep. anything over a minute get thirty, in, get, get in exactly, exactly. And uh, I was just the whole with the, especially the uh, Valentine's uh, song. I was like really concerned because I can't sing, obviously. And I was just like, okay, what do we do? Uh, we're gonna try and sing this. And I'm sort of sitting there. I know I'm not an engineer. I'm a rapper. That's literally it. So I didn't engineer right, my own stuff. Do. So I'm there. I'm trying to mix these vocals and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh god, if you think it sounds bad there, you should have heard it the first time. It was awful. <laughs> After I had to layer it up like seven or eight times just to get it to sort of flow a bit better. But yeah, yeah. it's been it's been interesting. So so we've had two music videos. Is there going to be a third? Yes. Or is that something you're kind of no, no, there's definitely a third. Like I've got the third one written already. Um, the the it's funny because the third one was the one one I wrote the first the first one I okay. wrote. Um, but I'm not gonna say too much. But yeah, that, nope, for sure. My fiance, my fiance wants us to do a whole EP. She wants to do one every month. Like she I just wants to keep idea. going. I'm I'm more hesitant to it. Where I'm like, I don't know because I don't want it to wear thin on people either. Understandable. But, but I don't know. Again, I don't know. I feel like as long as I can keep coming up with unique concepts. So obviously we did mm -hmm. the CV one, which was like me interviewing for the position. We've got the love song right. one because of Valentine's Day. The last ones just that's done that's just sort of a that one's a little just a little like vote for me sort of thing like hey mm -hmm. the that's gonna come out the probably the day of or around the time they put up the voting that's when mm -hmm. that one will come out and then like we probably got like two more in between that where i'm like awesome do we do it i don't know maybe people seem to like them so i like them yeah people people thank you i appreciate that people seem to like them and i'm like maybe i don't know i'm not i'm not confirmed i'm definitely there's definitely one more definitely okay if there's okay. more that come from that we'll see i'll just throw out i mean we've got the the kfaf music cd collection for, for the patreon supporters we you could help create another musical collection so we just have this whole kind of funny cd ensemble package that'll get played on like really late night tv when you wake up and it's like call 1-800 you'll get this cd oh and we'll throw in mc fixers kind of funny cd for free <laughs> that's what we, was like the, the up and comer ep was which we, we, oh, of we're going with we're like okay and Haley was like oh yeah we'll put a pack we'll put it on a usb and start giving it out to people like mm -hmm. at, at, like shows and stuff i'm like no Haley, i'm not doing this this is not what this is about but we'll you should see. get all the kind of funny up and comers together and do like a we are the oh, world we could do a christmas special. song oh my there god go. that's amazing that's exactly go. what we should do okay if i win we're doing that 
There we go. We got we'll a new, new dog, anybody, a new reason to vote for MC any, Fixer. Anybody who wants to be on that, if I win, we will do like a... We'll have to write, I'll have to write it and then send people lines or something. But yes, we will mm. do it. That sounds brilliant. That's we should we'll do. do it. I will, I'll give you a list of everyone that has been on the podcast and we'll Deal. all collectively make a fun, wonderful song. Deal. Sounds good. I'm awesome, in. Awesome. I'm in. So... Aside from your music, I think you also have really great interviewing skills. Uh, you've got a huge series on your YouTube channel about all the people you've interviewed. Mm -hmm. uh, what was the process like making that and then also like how you got your guests? Because you've got some pretty big name people on there. <laughs> um, blagging it, mate. Honestly, it's just hustling. Uh, yep. I, I started off, when I started off the channel, that was something I wanted to do. Again, I love talking to people. I love hearing mm -hmm. people's stories. That's, mm -hmm. that's why I started this. Like beyond the gaming side of things, I just, I love talking to people. And I, I, I'm very much someone who just doesn't take no for an answer. Like the Troy Baker mm -hmm. stuff, I, they were like, oh yeah, Troy, Troy and Nolan got to leave now. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm sat here. Like I'm yeah. I'm sitting down while we're doing yeah. this sort of thing. And the woman was like, oh no, got to leave. And then like I had my kind of fight t-shirt on. So Troy was like, oh no, he's a kind of, yeah, yeah, come sit down, man. So cool. again, it's those... You have to make, if you're not known, if you're not one of the big outlets, if you're not the IGNs and all this, and you're still sat in a room with them, which I have mm -hmm. been, I mean, I was sat in a room with like BBC and like ITV yeah. and I'm like, whoa, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't and, then, and, and people are talking to me like, oh, who are you with? I'm like, I'm with MC Fixer. They're like, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm like, that's me. What are you talking about? And like, I just, because I just don't really take no for an answer. I just, I mm -hmm. take, I take it upon myself to, to put myself in the best position possible. So if that is for sitting sure. around for an hour and only getting 10 minutes instead of having a mm -hmm. half an hour interview, I interviewed I mean, Troy and Nolan, Troy and Nolan North. I did Jack Patillo and Jeff. I've done Greg Miller mm -hmm. twice. Um, I've done Tyler James Williams um, from Everybody Hates Chris and The Walking mm -hmm. Dead. Um, and yeah, honestly, it's just, it's some of it's luck and being in the right place at the right time. And some of it is just not taking no for an answer when it comes to, PR people and stuff like that. It's like you've got to show them that you care. You got to show them that you're important, and you can't mm. be the timid person sat in the corner like, "Oh, if there's five minutes, can I can I have a go? Can I like no? It's like I'm MC Fixer. I'm sitting down and talking to Troy and Nolan North. Even yep. if I've only got three minutes, I'm going to utilize those three minutes, mm -hmm. and that's just sort of how I go about it, honestly. I think it's needed. It's one of those things, like you said, if you're being timid, there are going to be those people who aren't who are just going to knock you down. Yeah. No, and I think the other thing with it is you need to show, like, a lot of people don't even like to shoot their shot. Like, mm -hmm. I don't give, I've tried to get Phil Spencer on my Xbox and me and yeah. had responses like, no, sorry, can't do it. Like, okay, cool. But I've also had AC Bongos on the show. AC mm -hmm. Bongos does uh, Xbox on. Like, so you have to make, and then now when I go, oh, can I get Phil Spencer on the show? They're going to go, no. I'm going to go, oh, but I didn't interview uh, AC Bongos. And then they have something to look at to go, oh, right. we didn't interview AC Bongos. Okay, who is this person? Yeah, and then got clout. you go from that, you go from that. But you can't you can't be shy and timid about it, whether it's in emails, whether it's when you're in a room. You have to believe in yourself. And that's something mm -hmm. that I do. I believe in myself a lot. So so is it a matter of setting down and like sending emails? Like, yes. hey, here's some contact. Like, how do you find the contact information? Are you sending more to the like managers I mean, and PR a representatives? A lot of it's PR. So you're obviously reaching out to a lot of PR companies. Um, and then Twitter has obviously been my best friend. I've, I've been very lucky and I've been very, mm -hmm. very fortunate that obviously Greg has tweeted me out a load of times. Mm -hmm. um, that's how AC Bongo's followed me. I got my community bought me an Xbox One X um for christmas and i just burst cool. out into tears and greg watched that video and then shared it and ac bongos followed me and benny central and so 
you, and then you slide in the DMs and like, hey, I do an Xbox podcast. I'd love to get right. you on. And then you hear nothing. And then you go, hey, I've got an Xbox podcast. I'd like to get you on. And then you hear something. Yeah. Like, you can't be scared because you don't hear something the first time. You've got to yeah. keep trying. You've got to keep going. Keep and going until you hear no. Well, yeah. I mean, some people, I, I've been told, look, I've been told no way more than I've been told yes. Yeah, of course. Simple. And, but that's the way of the game. And mm-hmm. one day I will get Phil Spencer on my Xbox for me. Like, there it will go. happen. And like, it's not, to me, in my head, it's not an if. It's, it will happen. Mm-hmm. It's just, I have to work hard to get there. Yeah. So, yeah, well, and honestly, think- it is just emailing. Emailing, for the, to answer the question, emailing PR companies, emailing uh, people. Like, most, if you look in people's bios, Greg, mm-hmm. for instance, Greg's email is there. Yeah. Have you asked him? That's a good point. Like you've not asked him for him to say no. Like yeah. I'm not saying he I'm not saying he will say yes, but I'm saying mm-hmm. you've not asked him to say no. Like right. I know when he was in London uh, for an interview, for when he did um RTX, it was mm-hmm. me and one other person. Yeah. There was two of us at RTX. Two people. So I did a whole round table with Tim Andy um and um Greg. Mm-hmm. And it was me and one other kind of funny best friend. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm getting one-on-one time. And then I had a 30-minute interview with Greg after that. Right. I'm like, like you've got to shoot your shot. Like people, I think people just, don't get me wrong. You need to be talented. You need to know Mm -hmm. how to interview people. You need to know how to talk. You need to have that body of work to show people as well, I think. You need to back it up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't, my thing is, especially with like the up and coming program, like how many podcasts have you done? If you're trying to be an up and comer, right? Because you're about to be on one of the most popular podcasts in the world, right? Are you ready for that? Are you ready to host that show? And mm-hmm. I'm and and I don't again and be you. I don't want you to right. do the what's up, everybody. Like no, you need to be whoever you are. So I need to go on there and be MC Fixer. Mm-hmm. I can't go on there and be Greg Miller. And that's yeah. and I think that's something you've got to you learn that early on when you start imitating people's people's talents and the way they do things like no you've got to find your own voice in this and you do that mm-hmm. when you do it for five years you sort of know who you are and you, right, know you, you find yourself in that five years yeah exactly yeah, it, it, it's the time and and taking out the processes of like trial and error like i'm sure you've had a lot of times you're like oh this doesn't work or yes i'm not really vibing with this i yes. gotta figure it out and you grow over those five years it still happens now like we do my <laughs> xbox and me every week and some weeks i go to chris yeah that was a good episode and some weeks i go yeah, that one didn't. That one didn't work. That one wasn't mm-hmm. as good. Joe, you know what? Next week comes, and I go again, and I get another yeah. week of trying to be the best at this podcasting thing. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I'm no Joe Rogan yet, but Joe Rogan wasn't Joe Rogan until he was Joe Rogan. Right. No, I feel you. That's right. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, Simple. And, and as I that. think, and sometimes it just it just clicks. You know what I mean? Like eventually. You're kind of going, and that self-doubt goes away, and then it, it's a muscle. It really is. It's been said a oh, thousand times. Yes. But the more you practice, the more you flex that muscle, the more you work it out, the better you get. Again, I've done solo episodes where it's me just talking for an hour straight, just me. Mm-hmm. Like because you've got you've got to be that committed to the craft though, where it's like yeah. an audience is there. It doesn't matter if it's an audience of one person. That one person that expects that show to be there every Friday, you better damn deliver it. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's not if it's just you on your own or if it's you and four friends or if it's you and your cat. I don't care. Make it happen. Right. So plus you never know what it could mean to that one person. That's dude. I've had people message me saying you saved my life and like serious messages where I'm like, Jesus, I weren't ready for this. Or people, yeah. people like you helped me get out of depression or you've helped this or you've helped that. And I'm like, 
I just sit in my like I had an office, but I, now I'm back home. I'm like, okay, I, I just mm. sit in my bedroom and do a podcast once a week. Like I'm nothing right. special. It's like no, but the the connection. And I'm like, I feel it. Like mm-hmm. you know, anytime someone leaves a YouTube comment on my videos, it makes me so happy. I don't oh, care sure. if it's just a just an emote uh, with a heart or something. It makes me so happy that someone mm. took the time to leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Like that never. Same with tweets. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I get a tweet. I'm like that puts a huge smile on my face like it doesn't matter how big you get to me anyway like mm-hmm. or what i don't think i'm big but you understand what i'm trying to say here well, no, I, like, I get you for me it's just like no, i just love it i honest to god i just love it and like any crowd response i've said this before when we did the a couple of the meetups which we're going to talk about i'm sure mm-hmm. um i just like when i come away from those meetups and i'm just getting tagged in every single post mm-hmm. it's magical to me yeah. Like it fills me with so much joy, and I don't do it for that reason. It's just an added bonus. Oh yeah, it's just there. Yeah. So I don't know. I just love it, man. So kind of touching on the meetups, which is where we're going. It's like magic the way you weave tales. I try. Safe. I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the community, like, what has it been like to be the community like organizer for the UK? Like, did you like what was it one of those things you saw? Hey, no one's doing this. I want to step up. Or did you kind of work your way into it? Because so, I, it's been immensely helpful from, yeah, from the outside, so it seems, you know? For, for me, it wasn't even that. It was a, a guy called Callum uh, Morin, who still helps run everything with me. Doesn't mm. get the limelight like I do, because I've got a big math, unfortunately. And again, I put myself <laughs> out there a little bit more. But Callum organized things. And what happened was we did the first one, which was uh, EGX Birmingham. And mm. we, we organized the first one, and Callum turned up. And everyone, we turned up, and there was a group. And I noticed mm. that no one was talking. Okay. And me being me, I'm just like, hey, I'm going to be me. Like, I'm not yeah. going to change who I am because of like. And then I just sort of, I was me about things. And I'm like, hi, I'm this person. I'm introducing mm-hmm. people. That's just who I am. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I don't like to let leave anybody out and stuff like that. That's of not course. who I like. Everyone to be together. And the best friend mantra is not bullshit. It is mm-hmm. real. And as soon as that that moment clicks for people, they're like, oh, I, I can trust you with my life. And you can. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I've slept. Me and me and Moody, Mr. Moody, shout out to him. I, me and my fiance slept in a room with Mr. Moody after meeting him twice. I wasn't yeah. scared. I knew. I knew. Yeah. I knew I was good. Like, I, it was the second EGX. He had a spare room. I didn't get a room. He was like, why don't you come stay with me for a night? And I was like, hmm, I've not slept with another adult in a bedroom in many, many years. And it was <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. And I did it. And I still woke up the next morning because there we are go. real best friends. Like, it's not a right. joke. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it sort of just started off there was no face. I feel like everything everything needs a face. Everything needs yeah. someone they can latch on to to have a safe space sort of thing. Yeah, like it helps people if something, connect. If something goes wrong, we go to that person. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I started doing that. I was organizing meetups. We did that very early on, me and Callum. And then it just sort of kept growing and growing and growing. And mm-hmm. I sort of took it upon myself to every... I go to all these events anyway for work, to cover them for work. It's like, right. well, if I'm going to be there why not see like-minded people and people I care about? If I mm-hmm. ever go to a conference and I see somebody in a kind of funny t-shirt, I go and walk up to them and talk to them every single For time. Sure. For and sure. people are like, not sure how to like, they're like, oh, I'm like, it's hard for me because I go, hi, I'm MC Fixer. And they go, I don't know who the hell you are. Because you've got to remember, <laughs> not everybody is so into it the way we're into it. Right. 
Like some people check out at certain shows and they'll, they'll listen to In Review, but they won't listen to uh, mm-hmm. PS I Love You, but they'll listen to this, but they won't listen to that. So, yep. I, and then I go, oh, I help organize the UK, blah, 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 blah. And then we sort of bring them in and we just go from that and that and that and just keep on going. Uh, the That's big cool. one we did was the Nando's meetup. Obviously, Greg was coming over to the UK for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we, I'd organize this Nando meetup anyway, because I do it every year. I do a Nando's meetup okay. every year. That's what we do. And um, Greg, I emailed Greg saying, hey, are you going to turn up to the meetup? Because he's notoriously known for just showing up to meet and greet, right? right? And uh, he was like, I'm not sure. We're not sure about time and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, cool. No problem. Day mm-hmm. before we're meant to start the meetup, Greg goes, I'm coming to the meetup. And I go, awesome. oh, God. So he was like, do you want to keep it low key or do you want to like tell everybody? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I go, no, I think we should tell everybody. You're coming over to the UK for the first time because, again, it's not about me. Right. And if, if it was about me, I would have kept it to the 10, 15 people that were going to show up and Greg mm-hmm. Miller. I was right, like, right, no, right. this is not about me. This is not about me having my moment with Greg because I already knew I had that half an hour interview with Greg. So right, I knew right, I was going to get my moment. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is for everybody else. So I was like, all right, cool. He's, he's, come, he's coming. I'm like, all right. I said, I'm going to ring up Nando's and see if we can get a bigger space then. So mm-hmm. we ended up taking the whole of the downstairs in the O2. The O2 is the big O2 arena. Like okay. you can't get Nando's in the O2. You can't shut that place down. That's not what happens. Yeah. Again, I blag a lot. And I was like, hey, I'm uh, the, I'm kind of funny. He's UK community manager. Hence why it's in my Twitter bio and that. Because Greg was mm-hmm. like, yeah, just roll with it. And right. um, I was like, hey, I've got a celebrity coming over. I'm going to need, I need about three. I need like, I need about 200 seats. And they went, mm-hmm. what? Like, what do you mean? And I went, okay, you'll see. They didn't believe me. They didn't believe me. We turn up, Greg turns up, we have over 350 people turn up. This Nando's downstairs doesn't hold that many people. We've got people, we had to seat people upstairs, we had to seat people out in the, like literally everywhere in the whole of the O2. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. And we're like, it got so big, we had to move out of that place and go to a bowling alley. But it was like, Andy was there and Tim showed up and Greg showed yeah. up and everyone's got these magical memories. That is one of the best memories I have. That's Because awesome. I got to organize a whole thing. There was, there was a dad there with his kid and his kid was getting tired. And I was like, come on, let me take you to go meet Greg. Because she was getting... She, and I was like, I get it that these grown men want to meet Greg. This little girl wants to meet Greg Miller. I'm like, yeah. come on. So I just introduced them, boom, boom, boom. And then after that, like people ran about on 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 Reddit and on Twitter, and I'm getting all the congratulations and stuff. And I'm like, I love that. Don't get me wrong, but it's like mm-hmm. to know people had those memories with those people, and I helped make that happen. Yeah, I could never take that back. It just it meant so much to me. That's awesome. So so, what are some of the logistics when planning a meetup that big? <laughs> oh God, that dude. Honestly, it is well, again. I blag it. I blag yeah. it, I blag it, I blag it, I blag it. My whole career is I blag it. Like, it really is. Like, you sort of, you go in with, like, tempered expectations. where like, oh, we might have 100 people turn up. Because the, the buzz was, like, it was slow. It was a slow buzz. It was like, right. the initial people who were coming will come in. So it was like, oh, that's about 50 people. Then Greg mm-hmm. tweets it out, and it has over 10,000 likes. You're like, uh-oh. Right. And then you think about the math. You're like, okay, probably about 300 people. So it worked out. Okay. But, yeah, it's like... Again, I I already have that established relationship with Greg, right? So, mm-hmm. for me, it was I I could say, "Hey, I'm gonna do this. What do you think about this?" And he sort of goes, "You're organizing it," so you don't get like any help in that such because it's not on them. They're not there right. to work. They're there to just turn up and see their fans. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just 
I go with my gut. I go with what I think is going to work. I go with what people like. And you just you just pray. I, again, I've got a great a great f- friendship group in there already with like right. Tom and Greedy Ears and people. I was freaking out half an hour before that meetup. Tom went to take me to go get a drink because I yeah. had to because I was so nervous about the amount I had people oh, sure. coming from Derby, which was like a five-hour drive, and mm. nor- and I'm like, you're coming to my silly meetup. This is not official RTX meetup. This is right. like my silly meetup. Like it was, yeah, it was just crazy, absolutely crazy. But yeah, the logistics are always phone up uh, the the organizer of the venue. Mm. Um, let them know the rough amount of people you've got coming. Always oversay what you're gonna have. Because right. it, and then just just keep communicating. That's all I do is just always communicate. I went to that Nando's like five times in like the space of like four hours because yeah. I was just like got to the Nando's like an hour early and mm-hmm. they were like, you're not due yet, are you? I was like, no. It was like, okay. And I was like, how many people you expect to them? Like, a lot. They're like, they're just, people never believe it because they don't believe oh, of that course. you can bring that many people. Like we even when we go, we do like, a, when we did EGX last year, we had like 30 people turn up to Nando's. And they just mm. were like, we we're not we can't seat thirty people. You can't walk into a restaurant and just seat thirty people. I'm like, well, I didn't right. ring up beforehand, and they're like, well, no one told us. I'm like, well, I rang up because they don't believe you. They don't believe you're gonna yeah. bring thirty people. They're like, so, okay, you're gonna bring thirty people. Exactly, exactly. So it's mm. just yeah, it's interesting, but we just we just yeah, keep rolling sure. with it. It's fun. It's fun. If you, if you haven't got someone that organizes it in your area, organize it yourself. Because you will get at least mine started off with like three people, and then yeah. it turned into ten people, and then it turned into twenty people, and then the last one we did was like thirty people. And you're like, mm. oh god, we did like mini golf and a bunch of other stuff, and it That's was just cool. fa- fantastic. I absolutely loved it. That is fantastic. Well, and I know the community appreciates it too. So thank you. Hats off to you. I know over on this side of the pond, I don't, I don't get that ramification, but I do get to see the pictures, and it's always fun just yeah. seeing the best friends having a good time. Yeah, that's honestly, I love it from the other side. Like, I see the New York group and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Whenever I see their photos, I'm like, I want to be there. I want to be there so bad. Like, I just want to be around. I want to be around my people, like, constantly. It's that that low period afterwards. Like, everyone goes home and you're just like, oh, no. Back to, to, like, not talking to anyone apart from through the internet. It's like, oh, no. I don't want to come down from this high. Well, Amy Gills is in Ireland. Like, I don't get to see Mm -hmm. her whenever I want. It's like, yeah, it's just, it's strange. So yeah. strange. It's a good thing. And it helps bring the community together because you can yeah. do so much through online, but having yeah. that personal connection and everything, it just it means so much. Again, it's, it's, there's nothing better than when you meet someone for the first time and it feels natural. Me and you today. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk yeah. a, sec- a second beforehand. Yep, exactly. I know who you are. I know exactly what you're going to do. We're going to have a great conversation and we're going to yep. go from there. Like literally, there's nothing more to it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like this, but in real life. Like everybody yeah. you meet is there for the same reason as you. It's to meet new friends. It's to talk about video games. It's to talk about nerd culture and talk mm-hmm. about kind of funny. So you've yeah. always got something to talk about. There's never a right. lull you, period. You've got at least one thing in common. At least and, one. And you know you're going to have more. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you just go from there. Start talk, calling Nick old and stuff like that. It's just perfect. <laughs> and that's the one thing. If you like kind of funny, everyone knows if you make a Nick is old joke, boom, you're in. You're going to laugh. You're fine. Exactly. You're absolutely fine. It's, like, it's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And trust me, I've seen him in real life. He's definitely old. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. We have confirmation here from the one MC fixer. Nick Scarpino is, in fact, old. Definitely. And sure. And short. Oh, we got the one-two punch there. Pop up. <laughs> All right. So I, so I guess kind of going back a little bit to the up-and-comer uh, opportunity itself. Mm-hmm. We know you've got the experience. We know you've got the talent. What would be the big thing you're looking to get out of it uh, if slash when you become the kind of funny up-and-comer? 
Yeah, for me, it's it's to get my name out there to even more people, right? It's mm-hmm. like I said beforehand, I think I think most people go in there to try and get a job and that's yeah. not what I'm trying to do. Mine is the fact of to be affiliated with. It's mm-hmm. they're doing uh, the E3 and they need someone, an Xbox guy to come in and to do a watch along with them. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to put myself in a position where I'm able to find myself out to San Fran by myself and yeah. be in the studio and be part of that. I want to be. I want to be a part of it without being officially a part of it. If that's if that makes sense, like a kind of like like a Cisco, like a Snowbike yeah, Mike, like, like Snowbike Mike. Yeah, yeah, like literally, it's the fact of like, like a Cisco. We, no, it <laughs> is like, to be like Cisco. A, no, you're totally a, right. It's if you're affiliated. You're part of that family. That's sort of yeah. That's sort of where it is for me. Like I said, like most people in the US, I totally get why you're going for it and you're going for it for the right reasons. And, and I do exactly the same thing, which is to get that mm. experience, hopefully get your name out there. I'm trying to do both. It's get my name out there so more people know who I am. It's to get my mm. personality across. I think if you, I do an Xbox podcast. So right. most people don't listen to that Xbox podcast because most of kind of funny fans are PlayStation fans. So mm. you don't really get to hear about me on a day-to-day basis. You get to see me being cocky in a music video or a tweet here and a tweet there. Or you mm. might see my photos on, on uh, Twitter or something like that. But you mm. don't really know who I am. You hear yeah. my name every now and then, but you don't know who I am. So for me, it's a case of I get to really show who I am. I get to talk about yeah. Resident Evil 2 on a big scale. I get to I get to show like really show who I am and show what I can do. And hopefully that then becomes something bigger than what I am. It's to grow and grow and grow and just hopefully people like me. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think one thing you've touched on, and it's one thing I kind of bring up on every episode, is that with the new studio, Greg said, the big thing as they kind of continue to grow is they're going to hire people to fill holes they see in the company. Yeah. So if they get more shows, maybe they need a new host. But realistically, with more shows, they're going to need more editors and more things. And I know in your interview, you'd said that, I think it was your first interview with Greg, that like as a YouTuber, you do all that on your own. So like what they do at Kind of Funny, the production company, that's all on your back. So you have the skills. Uh, And with your podcast, uh, the Xbox podcast, I think you would fit that hole that they, they have, right? Right now, they have a hole in the Xbox market, and they're potentially going to fill that with Gary and Snowbike. Yeah. But do you think, is that one of, like, I know I've seen a lot of people pitch shows. Is that something you'd want to be a part of? Like, you'd want to hit that Xbox show hard? Yeah, my whole thing was, I started my Xbox and me to say it's kind of funny. So mm-hmm. that was it. That was literally, that was, I started the show, and I thought, that one day, I will be able to say it to them, and that's how I'll get into America. Um <laughs> Again, you do the logistics and work it out. It's like, oh, not that easy. But yeah, so for me, it's to do to do an Xbox show. It, it would be, I don't know, whatever they want to call it or whatever. I would like to be there when they launch that Xbox show. That would mean mm-hmm. a lot to me. It, it yeah. broke my heart when they said they were going to do it, honestly, deep down, because obviously five years in on my Xbox and me, and like I wanted to be the guy that did it. Oh, of course. So I'm, in one way, I'm happy because they're going to get an Xbox show. Of course, I want Xbox to be represented in kind of funny. And in mm-hmm. another way, it's like, I wanted to be the guy to do it. Of so, course. yeah, for me, it would be a case of, I'd love for them to delay the launch of it whenever they plan on launching it and then do it the week I'm there. So it would mm-hmm. be me, me, Snowbike Mike's been on my Xbox and me with me, hosted with me uh, right. for a number of months. So to sit next to Snowbike Mike and do an Xbox show for kind of funny two best friends who have done it before, mm-hmm. I think would be amazing. And then to do it with Gary Witter, who also supports Tottenham, who's also British, is like, for me, it's like, 
perfect. Be a perfect connection. Because I think it would cover all bases. Gary has his deep history with the original Xbox. Snowbite mm. Mike always brings the hype, and I have a yep. deep knowledge for Xbox just because I've been doing it so goddamn long. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm a Ryan McCaffrey special, specialist or anything like that. It's just when you talk about, I've been talking about Xbox for five plus years when there was mm-hmm. nothing to talk about Xbox about. Right. We've had no exclusives. We've had no good consoles. We've been struggling <laughs> out here. Like, we don't have the number one selling console out there. So if I could do it through that time, I could do it easy when the, yeah, we've got Series, Series X, X coming. Give coming <laughs> me some choice content. Yeah, exactly. So for me, that would be the number one show. I'd love to do that. I think with the, the music stuff, I'd love to do something on KFAF. Nah, I'm not, I don't, I generally do not believe myself to be a funny person. I, I am, I'm very dry. I'm very me about things. People, I say things mm-hmm. and people laugh and they go, I'm not joking. That was me being deadly serious and people like, find that funny. Stop taking seriously. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think with the music stuff, I think we could write a very, even whether it be me and Tim, because obviously mm-hmm. he does his funny rap stuff. We yeah. could do a funny, I'd love to, I don't know if I should say it in case that we could do it. Um, no, I understand. Like, yeah. say it if you I'd, want. No, pull it back if we need I'd to. Lo- I'd love to do something in the rap element on K- yeah. KFAF. That's that, oh, I'll yeah. say that that along that. Dude, line. you and Cool G so, doing a sick ass battle. Exactly, something along those lines. Something along those lines. I feel like it would. I can. That's that would be that show. So it'd be yeah, kind of funny games daily for me. I'd love to do all of those, obviously, and host it mm-hmm. on Friday, like Blessing did, um, and then do something on KFAF, and then obviously to be on be on the Holy Grail, which is the kind of funny podcast. Like, yeah, that's a dream. Like I've been I've been watching that show since number one. Like I've been there. So mm-hmm. to be out to be on that show, and even just to sit in and be the fifth chair, where you know it's very hard to get into that conversation, yep. but just to sit there and go. Hey, just be like, it. I'm here, guys. Look, I did look, it. Look I did it. Yeah, I did it. Sort of thing. That would that to me would be special. And then again, like I said, it's to have a we have cool friends on mm. that on that channel, and to for people the for the people that actually care to sit down and actually hear exactly what we've spoken about, but in a little bit more detail with a little bit more structure, um, and to go through my whole history. Yeah. I think that would I think that would be immense and amazing. So yeah. Of course, plus to be sit down, like you've interviewed Greg so much to be on the other side of that would just be fantastic. I, I think for me, that's that's what I've been waiting for. Honestly, it's like right. I want someone to interview me. That's something obviously I think most people want that. They want to they yeah. want to talk, they especially in this industry. You have to you have to have a little bit of oomph about yourself in this industry to be a mm-hmm. to be a streamer and stuff. Exactly. So um for me to have to have it flip where I've interviewed Greg twice, to have him interview me for however long it is, uh, yeah, it would be it'd be amazing. I'd love it. And I know in, I think it was your second interview with Greg, uh, he had mentioned that like if you, or maybe it was your first, if you wanted to come on, you obviously could. Second like one. If you yeah, were like, yo, one. I'm in town and I get it's yeah. statistically, or, or I guess logistically, it yeah. would be really hard. I know it'd be a financial struggle. Like it, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And you'd pointed out for going there for the day, it would be more of a week thing. Yeah. Do you think it'll ever come down to the point where you're just like, hey, Greg, uh, I am or I'm not the up-and-comer, or if you're not the up-and-comer, yeah. I want to come down. I'm going to be in town for this period. What can I do? Or, like, can I be on? Do you think you'd ever just do it? Yeah, I think, uh, yes, I would. But, again, because of, I earn, my patron doesn't do fantastic numbers. Like, I'm not making loads mm. of money out here. So, I have to be so strategical with every penny I have. I get um, that. So, it would be more of a case of just saving and saving and saving and saving. And then, yeah, if I don't win it, if I don't win it, then okay, 
what's the next step for me? And yeah, I think mm. you're right. I, I've had that invite, that open, that open invite. But yeah, would, I'd have to have that conversation, which is like, can I do two shows? Can I do three shows? Maybe can I like, right. what, or can I do two show, two games daily and a KFAF bit? Like it needs to be, and if we have cool friends. Like it, it would still yeah. need to, it would still need to be worth it, just because. It's not cheap to get. It's not. It's not cheap mm. to travel across America. It's, but right. it's no, really yeah, not it's cheap not. to travel around the world, the world to get there. Yeah, like fourteen hours. I think the flight is. I was looking it up. Like I think the flight alone is like eight hundred pound for me. Oh wow! And I'm like, San Francisco is notoriously expensive. So we it know. So add add the hotel on that for seven nights. I looked it up. Mm. I did look it up. It comes to about two grand. I think it oh, was wow. for me. And I was just like, that's so about food. That's option? about drink. No, because I, I said this to Greg as well. It's like I don't, I don't really care about San Francisco. Like, yeah, I no, I get there's you. nothing. I'd rather go to LA or I'd rather go to Hawaii. I'd rather go to. Mm. There's many other places I'd rather. Or maybe go. not work on your honeymoon and actually spend it with your wife. Nah, my <laughs> missus would totally understand that. That's all I do is bloody work. There you go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I think if it doesn't happen, I do think one day I'll be able to make it still. And I think mm-hmm. that's important. But I've, I believe that for everybody. I, I don't want yeah. everyone to hear this, which is like, uh, who put it up? Who put it up? Someone put it up on Reddit, which was like, um, kind of funny up and coming doesn't define you. And it doesn't. And it's true. Mm-hmm. It doesn't define you. And I put on there 100% agree. Because I feel like some people are going to, they're going to they're gonna work their, their butt off to get to a certain point and they're, they're praying they're going to win and then they're not going to win and then they're going to stop. It's like, no, you don't, don't stop. Like, keep mm-hmm. going. Like, you don't need to have won this opportunity to make great content. And if you're doing it for that reason, you're probably not going to win anyway. Because if you're only right. doing it for the spell of five months to mm-hmm. go and do it, it's like you haven't done, you need, you need more than that. Do you know what I mean? You need to have, yeah. you need to have already been putting in the legwork. I believe maybe I'm wrong again. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not the, I'm not the judge. I'm just a compare. <laughs> I'm just a gladiator in this arena. So there you go. They, they say but no a gladiator pistols. with more experience might have a better shot than a gladiator who's fresh. Or maybe he's just got old knees and can't bend. Who knows? <laughs> That's a good point, too. <laughs> well, yeah. MC Fixer, it has been fantastic talking to you. Um, I feel like I've learned a whole lot. I think the best friends are going to feel like they know you a lot better and feel more comfortable. Uh, is there anything you'll, like, I know you've kind of been preaching to them a little bit. Is there anything you kind of want to leave the best friends off with? Keep believing in yourself because I believe in me. There you go. That's wonderful stuff there. Where can people uh, kind of follow you, keep up to date, see more music videos, kind of support you? Yeah, at MC Fixer everywhere, literally everywhere we've spoken about. Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, OnlyFans. No, I'm joking. OnlyFans got leaks, <laughs> so I don't do that anymore. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, literally, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Not awesome. Mick or Mac. There you go. Yeah, and no fisting, just no fixing. No, no fisting, MC just fixing. fixing. <laughs> all right well thank you so much mc fixer it has been a fantastic time i know you took some time out of your busy schedule so it was wonderful uh we know where we're going to keep up to date we're going to put it all in the description on all podcast services as we slowly divulge into all of the fantastic services that you can listen to things around the globe uh, but that has been another episode of the up-and-comer podcast if you or anyone you know is running to be an up-and-comer please let me know you can get a hold of me on twitter at josh biddick you can shoot me an email josh at joshbiddick.com i want to get you on the schedule i want to share your story because that's one of my favorite things to do in this great wide world so that is all i have for you today and as always have fun stay safe and i will see you next time